Cordyceps is really. <laughs> this will be the intro to the show. Cordyceps is really standing strong against woke culture. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome, to show, welcome to the show. <laughs> this is movies for when. It, I'll put the intro in there somewhere. This is movies with an asterisk by the word movies. Movies for when. We're back for a recurrent episode movies for when you want to know if the game was better part two and uh of course we couldn't do this without our esteemed guest from the first time we did this for something much worse tyler simpson <laughs> is back tyler welcome back thank you for being here of course glad to be that the naughty dog the naughty dog has returned the naughtiest of all the dogs <laughs> the naughtiest dog <laughs> that's just how i think of you um yeah so like we mentioned last week after we got done talking about johnny five fucking ali sheedy we are i'm not um, done talking about that yet greg well you'll get that tattoo later on but yeah we're we're here to discuss our first foray into the world of television our first tv show being covered is the last of us it is an hbo original series based on the video game with the same title. Um, everybody knows what it is, but yeah. Um, we are going to be discussing season one and the first game, but Denny has not played the game part two. He hasn't played either no. game, so we are not going oh, to be okay. spoiling part two. Tyler should have mentioned that earlier. We're not going to spoil okay. The Last of Us part two at all. because <laughs> I would literally quit this podcast if you guys spoiled The Last of Us for me. And I mean, I would never do it again. I would be that fucking mad. Well, we've got your replacement on the, on the air right now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Have fun with your new best friend, Greg. Spoiling things for people. Just go spoil everything for everyone. <laughs> no, not today. I am probably I the perfect replacement. of it. <laughs> no, yeah, that's I'm probably mean. the perfect replacement because I do not give a shit about spoilers at all. Like, like people will be like, "Are you sure you want to hear about the story?" I'm like, "Yeah, I don't care. I'll watch oh. it anyway. I don't give a shit." Part <laughs> of me dies when you spoil something for me. <laughs> like, I, I only have so much of my soul that can be splintered off, and every time it gets spoiled, like a little bit more of me is gone. <laughs> <laughs> We'll try to not chip away at you. Thank this, you. This yeah. week. Also, never go on Twitter. <laughs> if that's, <laughs> I highly recommend. Highly recommend. If that's <laughs> just just stay away. Um, when does season two come out? Uh, that long. Stay off the internet. That long. Basically. Yeah. Two years. It seems like two years is going to be the. I think they were saying twenty twenty five. Oh, I have to tell people not to spoil the game for that long. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. 
<laughs> hey. Well, dude, like... I might as well just three. play the fucking game. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that's the thing. Well, yeah, that's... I mean, the games are out now. I don't know why you're... <laughs> why you're waiting. You They're there for play you, play right now. Well, yeah. I this I'm lazy. I want someone to. I don't want to have to do work while I watch Last of Us. You know, like I, I just want the story to be told to me. I don't need to participate. Oh. Like there, the, Pedro Pascal's doing fine on his own. What am I going to add to that? What am I going to possibly add to that by participating in it? Uh, we'll we'll discuss that in depth here. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I have a I, lot of things. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. I'm I'm a lot of anticipation. I was really glad we were able to cover cover this show. I was especially after Uncharted. I wasn't sure we were ever going to get a um, good or at least faithful adaptation of like a game franchise because I don't. <laughs> you're acting like mm. you're acting like Super Mario Bros. and Mortal Kombat aren't waiting for us to do episodes over them, begging for this theme, begging for this trio of people to do this theme. I'll have to wait on Super Mario Brothers because my wife hates Seth Rogen so much that she no, doesn't want to see. No, not that one. Bob Hoskins. Oh, yeah, the Bob John Hoskins. Leguizamo, John Leguizamo one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. I Fucking, uh, what's his face? Fuck Chris uh, Pratt. From Blue you know? Velvet. What's his, what's his, I, I oh, want to say Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Yeah. Fucking Dennis Hopper's Bowser. Oh my yeah. god. I think it's he good. More famously from Waterworld, Tyler. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he played the esteemed character, the bad guy in Waterworld. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also wet. Um, but not airborne bad guy like Jack Black. Um, yeah, I was. There. I can't remember like the last big budget video game adaptation because that Halo show might as well have not existed. I think I might have seen one trailer for it. I don't have Paramount Plus, so I didn't watch a second of it, but I understood that it was not worth seeking out. Did you watch that one, Tyler? Mm-hmm. No, absolutely not. As <laughs> soon as they showed what Cortana looked like and the fact <laughs> that Master Chief, like, immediately has his helmet off and isn't like the most disfigured looking guy ever i was yeah. like no this is an awful show there's absolutely yeah. no way i'm gonna watch it we had like how many games over the last 20 or so years and it's like part of the fun is this aura of mystery like you never see his face and the show's just like eh, here's his fucking face uh there's no way to make a tv show where you can't see the guy's face there's absolutely <laughs> No way. That's never been done well, ever. I thought you weren't joking at first, and I was like, so there's this thing called The Mandalorian. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people were really happy with (laughs) it. No, it's just like straight up, like, they were like, uh, there's no way we could ever do that. It's there. It's impossible. It's like the Mandalorian already existed like (laughs) well before it came out. We have several movies where, you know, like, several famous characters, like, every superhero movie, like, you you barely see Spider-Man's, you know, when you're watching Spider-Man do Spider-Man stuff, you don't see his fucking face, you know what I mean? He's just wearing kind of 
like eyes that aren't even yeah. expressive or anything. It's just who cares? Like I it's hate so when stupid. I do see Robert Downey Jr.'s face. I want the Iron Man suit on when I'm watching yeah. a damn Iron Man movie. Yeah, put that fucking mask on, asshole. That's what I kept yelling <laughs> that at the theater. Put your mask on, dumbass. What are you doing? During what are you um, doing? During Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah, put the mask on. <laughs> put the mask on. God. I was and scared. I'm yelling at Val Kilmer. Hey, Val Kilmer, put the mask on, idiot. Be the best Batman. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I could not scramble to think of a different Robert Downey Jr. film than Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. You will not believe how quickly I got thrown out of Scanner Darkly. <laughs> screaming. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cartoons doesn't count, Robert. <laughs> It's because you got cartoon on your face. <laughs> you idiot. I can still see it's you. Yeah. Dude. I'm so glad we had the opportunity to... You you know, you brought up Sp- You brought up Spider-Man. I'm pointing a finger now. Um, so I'm glad we got to talk about Tom Holland again. Um, Tyler, I'll let you compare The Last of Us to Uncharted. <laughs> How do you gauge the? T- how do you compare the two in terms of quality and like adaptation or entertainment pieces in general? Well, I would now say that uh, Uncharted is the second best Naughty Dog adaptation. <laughs> As a, it's officially, it's it it was moved from first place to second place, <laughs> and Last of Us is first. Whenever we get. Uh, they made Ratchet and Clank, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So did. whenever they make that movie or show, Uncharted will be bumped down into third. I'm I'm sure of it. I think uh, it's going to be a un- Disney Plus miniseries called Clank. Oh <sighs> God! <laughs> Based on the PSP games that we're all dying for. <laughs> oh my God! No, they just they Fuck call it man. Ratchet, and it gets a whole bunch of views from people that don't know what the show's about. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this weird little fox guy? This isn't Ratchet at all. <laughs> this that's guy's a... pretty put together. A... <laughs> <laughs> Not very Ratchet at all. Oh, no, I, um, I, I, I would say just in terms of like in the totality of like every video game adaptation I've seen or looked into, this one was clearly made by people that loved it you know and didn't feel the need of like well movies and tv are way more important than video games so we don't Mm -hmm. need to you know pay any mind or heed to like the detail and love for the story that was portrayed in the game and um yeah I i i thought that was nice was that they definitely were like this story is good and this does deserve um like respect <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it deserves love and respect as an adaptation and so even though i have my qualms i at least felt like it was made from a, a good place instead of like halo you know where they clearly were just like well this is a dumb game for dumb people let's make it an important good tv show and it's <laughs> just a complete stupid mess like so that was nice, and that was the first time I ever felt that, you know, like from a 
from a, any adaptation like that I've seen. Yeah, I can't really think of any off the top of my head, like any other examples, and certainly not any good or even certainly not better examples of just adapting a video game to film and television and it not just being like, well, I can do it better, actually, you see? Mm. And you're just like, well, we took the ideas from it, but we did nothing to capture the spirit of it or whatever. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just impossible to adapt a video game. It's really hard, guys. I don't know. Yeah. You have no frame of reference for what it should look like or what the characters should <laughs> be able to do. Like, you know, Mario, you had no idea what to do with it, so why not put it in the dystopian future where they're just, like, <laughs> two, like, weird-looking adults and, you know, Bowser is just this greasy, evil creep and not a... Uh, it was... Uh, and, like, all the goombas or raptors Ugh, so stupid I, so I will tiny die, heads i will die on this hill if it were not for the fact that it's a mario bros ip it would be viewed as a cyberpunk 80s classic that movie <laughs> fucking slaps people just can't they can't get past the fact that it's a bad mario adaptation this i will concede horrible adaptation of the super mario game series but if you just like if it was called Dino Hatton instead of Super Mario Bros, <laughs> oh, it would be, oh my god, like it would be beloved. <laughs> it would be like an all-timer cult classic. I guarantee this. Now I it know that it is one I... of the best. Sorry, it is one of the best movies that predicted nine eleven. So that is <laughs> also, we will. <laughs> If you want to do a, if you want to do a podcast for movies that predicted nine eleven, uh, I think we do that just fun. about every week, Denny. Yeah, Greg, uh, I think he's I think he's fully ready to replace me. Yeah. Um, just <laughs> shoe, shoehorning in nine eleven, it just shows me that I'm obsolete. Like there's like a version of me that has played The Last of Us. So what what's who wants the model that hasn't played that game? I'm not saying you completely lost your fastball, but mm, <laughs> I am saying improve. So, um, <laughs> step one, play The Last of Us. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about our relationships with, we've all got the same relationship with the show, basically. It all, it, it, it just came out and we all just watched it, but, um. Tyler, what's your relationship with the game? Did you was that something like you were hyped up about? Did you like get into the game later? I I got the game as soon as it came out. I've I've been obsessed with Naughty Dog's games um, since Crash Bandicoot. Uh, that was like the first. It was the first video game I ever owned. Uh, one of my absolute favorites. And then the Uncharted games, I those fully realized exactly what I wanted from a video game, especially two. That's an all time great. And then Uncharted, and then The Last of Us came out, and I immediately bought it. And from second one of that game, it is I would say one of the best. The it was the first game I ever saw that the narrative and the gameplay were perfectly aligned. Like, mm -hmm. 
and and that was the first time I ever noticed that the gameplay was actively being used to help you be more immersed in the story. Like every, like instead of just playing to the next cutscene, it and just kind of feeling kind of detached or like the movie was a reward, you know, for like the yeah. the, the the level. I could feel just how the two were totally in sync and it's still um some of my favorite moments from a game and it's definitely a game that i believe is i i would say top three still of just in in terms of the importance and like the what video games can achieve in terms of storytelling, in terms of gameplay, and, and just just why they're an important medium, Last of Us is absolutely one one of those, one of the most important ones. So that's how I feel about it. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of reverence for that game. <laughs> yeah, that's a good feeling to have. Um, and <laughs> I'll basically just I'll echo everything you said. I think it was like maybe it was like e3 or whatever like the year before it came out there was like a nine minute gameplay trailer where you like go to that uh, worn down hotel and it was just a gameplay run through kind of like an early look at what the game was going to look like i think that was like the first like really long video uh that come out that came out and i watched that thing like a hundred times because yeah. like you i i really liked the uncharted games and I was, you know, Naughty Dog, I, I just trusted them to make a really cool narrative-based game, but, like, that gameplay trailer, I was like, holy shit, this looks so intense, so crazy to play through, and that's basically all I was looking forward to. I thought it was going to be, like, really um, intense and, like, gritty and, like, realistic kind of action. I, it looked like a ton of fun. I did, was not expecting, like, such a... Um, immersive story and just like a really deep and rich characters and you know like you're saying like everything's just perfectly married between gameplay and narrative that you just like everything flows so well that i've played through the game not as many times as star fox 64 but certainly like it, it's rivaling <laughs> <laughs> it's slightly longer you know um <laughs> it's the game i've played second most so it it just a playthrough of it is just so easy to get through because you're just like i kind of want to keep plowing ahead because you know you're it's a weird sort of addictive quality to it but it's not kind of the normal way like you're saying it's not like you play a bunch and then you get to watch a cutscene, and then you play a bunch and get to watch a cutscene. like everything you do while you're playing is important to you know whatever cutscene or like story beat you're kind of going through and like that's where i got out on the um assassin's creed series was like i think a year or two before assassin's creed 3 came out that was the revolutionary war one and i bailed on it because it was just spend 30 minutes trudging through snow to watch a cutscene, and then you trudge back through the snow to the place where you just were to watch another cutscene, and I fucking hated it. So it's like this is what like games are six, now. Yeah, you didn't like the six-hour uh, like uh, 
intro where you're playing someone else and it's the most boring fucking like <laughs> story ever it's just like playing as a templar and he's just kind of like oh what if templars were also like not as bad as you think and it <laughs> And, you know, it's like if they had spent six hours as you playing as Joel's daughter in <laughs> in, the, in The Last of Us. Like, that would have been so fucking boring. You're just trudging around. Well, going trudging around the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Work. yeah. <laughs> I gotta get this camera fixed or whatever. You do play yeah. as her in the game for, like, maybe ten minutes. Yeah. And yeah. that intro alone, I mean, that was the thing that really blew me away. And where uh, I realized that, yeah, it was going to be more than just beating up zombies. Because, you know, within the first ten minutes, I was uh, straight up crying. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like the most devastating, one of the most devastating scenes ever. Uh, Just so, so fucking sad. And then that's the, when they do the title card. It's just like, hey, here's the... Here's this guy's daughter get, dying in his arms. Boom. Are you fucking ready to game, dude? Let's go. What's Let's up, gamers? Go. Now that we've set the tone. Yeah. yeah. Are you ready to game, bro? Come on. Let's earn some trophies. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, achievement unlocked. Daughter died. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Denny, I, I I wanted to do a rewatch of some of these episodes. Um, I don't really remember some of the earlier ones. Denny, how do you, how did you feel impacted by like that pilot episode where we hang out with Joel's daughter? Because oh. I can tell you, almost all of that episode is like beat for beat the exact same as the game, including like the emotional impact at the end. Yeah, man. Um, it just reminded me that we're in a post game of thrones world where uh characters can die uh regardless of your investment in them they can just die we're, we're at that place in tv now um yeah it was it was a moment when i like i feel like i was like oh so this is gonna be one of those soul crushing shows <laughs> like, everyone's gonna like be talking about it because they couldn't stop crying every time something happens and for what it's worth there was a point when uh i I really wanted to like finish the season um and vanessa needed breaks in between episodes and i legitimately said to her like come on babe there can't be a murder suicide in every episode (laughs) (laughs) guess what guess Guess what (laughs) all you need is one (laughs) <laughs> it's like it's like columbo's just one last thing or, or just one more thing but instead it's well the last of us their catchphrase is what if i killed you then me <laughs> guaranteed murder episode murder suicide in yeah. every episode and your money back yeah <laughs> someone you gain attachment to will die and it'll be yeah. in the worst way imaginable uh hella fun um man i so i i really liked the show 
but just like the game, I hated all the online discourse around so much of it. It's not well. Well, it went woke. It went woke. You know the 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 game. The, not the, the game. The show. The show went well, woke. the show the show went woke by doing exactly what the ten year old game did. <laughs> like, <laughs> it did. It accurately and very lovingly and faithfully portrayed the characters as they were in this ten year old game. Like, <laughs> so stupid like just complete neanderthals the the people that said that shit it's just so stupid my problem with the show is that bella ramsey playing a 14 year old wasn't hot Uh, (laughs) that is something i saw too many times very concerning this is libertarians watching last of us They were like, I like my favorite I like that podcast. David guy. I love that David guy. He's pretty cool. He's got some good ideas. <laughs> He's got a fun community. He was a teacher, and nothing else bad happened. <laughs> he just likes venison. What can I say? <laughs> so, so Denny, I, as someone that didn't play the game, sorry, I don't mean to. Uh, hijack as someone. No, uh, we'll, we'll bully Denny. I, you can hijack that yeah. all you want. Please bully me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh well. This. I mean. Yeah. You idiot. Uh, uh, <laughs> what, you, what did you? Hey, dumbass. Uh, did did the last? How did you feel about the last three episodes? Did those emotionally resonate with you? The yes. same as maybe the first few episodes? I would say even more so, honestly. Um, in the first couple, I was still getting calibrated. Um, you know, the last three, uh, I kind of they kind of blur for me because I pretty much watched like the back half of the season in one sitting. Um, so w- where they begin and end is kind of a mix for me. But I remember just being like, balls to the wall pedal to the metal for for the final three just (laughs) loving everything about it man like i i was in love with this show um and they have me just beside myself furious with pedro pascal for for lying to ellie like oh (laughs) okay okay interesting yeah beside myself furious yeah oh my god that little girl has come to trust you and you are she's gonna find out is the thing she's gonna you think you're gonna fucking get away with it all right all right all right no more talk no more talk talk. let's talk less about the future of their relationship and (laughs) no more talk as someone who doesn't want it spoiled i won't i won't say anything uh but i i I guess that was so that was the thing well well greg how how did you feel as someone that played the game i i loved i was more focused on like okay how are they going to tackle what i know is going to happen like i knew of course i knew exactly what was going to happen and at that point i was kind of um i was i was definitely realizing that they're going to do it exactly like the game like I just want to see what it looks like when real people <laughs> play these scenes <laughs> out. And I don't know, it's it's a really intelligent adaptation. I have like five like trains of thought I want to get to on like game versus show and just like how you fill that time versus like what you can show that you did in the game versus what you can't. 
you can't just like string together the cutscenes, basically. But like those those last few episodes, I don't want to say they felt rushed, but like I did feel like a sense of maybe not emptiness, but something close to it, where it was just like I am not ready for this to be where it is right now. I'm 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 wanting to spend more time because in the game you are playing as Joel and for a while as Ellie and it's just like I felt like their Ellie's relationship with Joel was also Ellie's relationship with me as like her caretaker basically and it felt weird I felt like I was being disconnected from it because you know that's the medium basically it's just like there's like a little bit of a separation I'm watching like two strangers in their relationship as it builds and evolves versus like feeling like I'm in some way a part of it. So I think they absolutely nailed it. But at the same time, I did feel like something was a little bit missing that was really um, grabbing me. Oh man. As someone yeah, who cause... just watched it, it felt like nothing was missing. <laughs> like It, it was so yeah. fucking well done. And I'm so, think, so happy that you got to experience that that way. That's so cool. Yeah. Like, that absolutely rocks. I'm not, I'm not like, um, trying to say you shouldn't feel that way. Totes. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I you think know what's going to happen. Like, it's like, you know she's going to soften him up and he's going to have a redemption arc. And yet, you're just so fucking here for it as it happens. They get you still rooting for it, even though it's like the only thing that can possibly happen in this show with their relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that was the thing that, um, where I definitely bumped on it uh, more as, uh, and it was very much the, uh, the show isn't as good as the book like kind of moment for me like <laughs> where I was like um excuse me I believe this was better executed in the video game but um the there were moments that were supposed to be like like in the show I would say the moments for me it was a lot of the Joel and Ellie stuff that I felt uh not I felt a little disappointed, but and and I I do wonder how much I wouldn't have felt that if I hadn't played the game. You know, I tried to take mm-hmm. it as its own thing, but it's kind of hard to when it's telling the exact same story and straight up doing the same dialogue in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. But for example, when Joel lets Ellie have a gun, that whole storyline in the game is maybe about two hours something something like that from when she first uses a gun to save joel to then joel saying hey you can have a gun and i trust you to use this to help me and when he teaches her how to shoot it it's actually to help he's he's teaching her to then help him and mm-hmm. and he needs it and he trusts her in this major way besides just being like let's have some fun shooting some cans uh yeah it's, it's just straight up like you have to i need you to do this but also i'm trusting you because i i've seen i i now believe that you both care for me and are capable and i i we are building our bond 
and it just didn't hit as hard for me because in in it she the the way that she saves him that that whole fight too like that whole fight uh was really tough for me which, i didn't think which it was fight? very good the one where uh it was kind of the fight from when the raiders make them crash the truck and yeah uh, they they have that fight and then that's where she shoots the guy i believe yeah uh, yeah and that whole part for me i i also it, it felt a little rushed but again it's just because you know, it's the same with jurassic park where as a movie jurassic park is amazing mm-hmm. but if you re- read the book you realize well the characters were kind of underserved you got to know malcolm better and uh everybody else a little better and it went through things and it, it you got more details and so it felt a little stronger in the book when these certain events happened and i just feel like i have such a hard time i, I had an easier time with that because i saw the movie before i read the book and also i understood the choices more because you can only do so much in a movie and also it was so well done as a movie but with the last of us i'm so much more uh i'm so much more passionate about the original source material and then also i feel like if you have a tv show and i think they actively chose to make it shorter and when i feel like they should have done maybe two more episodes um Mm -hmm. something like that especially with the david part uh i felt like that in particular was one of the more undercooked parts uh there's just certain things that that for me i feel like it could have just been a little stronger but talking hearing what denny has to say i'm i'm realizing that it's just i'm so married to i'm I'm like too close i'm too close i love it too much (laughs) so i could just i i just spent the last two hours uh uh talking at my wife about this like, <laughs> and showing her the scenes from the game compared to scenes from the the show i'm sure and she there are just straight up well. parts yeah yeah there are just straight up parts that i think the game did better like i think david wasn't very well done anyways i i'm sorry i'm going all over the place uh but well, there there it's... are just things that were weak to me i okay. often say like great. you can't watch a book right and you can't mm-hmm. uh you can't play a tv show right like i i feel mm-hmm. like um in the same way that a book is just inherently a more intimate form of media um i feel like the video game is going to give you so much more intimacy with the content than a tv show is ever gonna do right like there's just mm-hmm. it's just like those are for the more th- those are for people who are going to commit more time to this story um and I, and I feel like a movie or a TV show will always be, like, one of the least intimate adaptations just because, like, time limits, formatting. They're, they're going to fit something that already worked in a format, and they're going to change that format to make it fit the TV show's format. And that's just, you're always going to lose something in translation, right? Like, you're just always going to lose something. But I 
no notes for the show like literally like no <laughs> notes whatsoever okay. like um because yeah. I, I i didn't know the game existed before the show like i i, I missed <laughs> i missed like 15 years of video games and came back to gaming like a couple months ago that's how like removed oh. from shit i was so <laughs> welcome back i'm sure you're having yeah. a great time what dragged Just... you back into gaming um i got i got really nostalgic as i often do um, and wanted to play some of the games I grew up on, like some Super Nintendo and some N64. And then I was having so much fun doing that, I basically came to realize that, like, hey, imagine these games, but, like, with all the problems with them fixed. Well, that's called a Nintendo <laughs> Switch. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're still making the games you grew up loving, just more efficient, smoother running. <laughs> <laughs> so um I, I picked up Man. a nintendo switch and uh my wife and i have been glued to it for months uh i don't know if we're ever gonna like uh if we're gonna upgrade to an xbox or a playstation but we we like our classic nintendo titles we we like mario and the gang you know yeah hell yeah, oh, yeah. um i did want to get touch back a little bit on david and I, something i think the tv show does that the game kind of couldn't do is really flesh out the different enemies and bad guys that are in the game because when you go to david's camp in the game it's like david and his counterpart and everyone else is just kind of like the same bad guy character models you've encountered except like they've got coats on now basically but <laughs> when when they you know deal with david in the show the entire like community they have has its own little story like they added the context of him being like a religious leader of the town and they kind of build on his kind of sinister nature by like talking about how he was a teacher before the uh before cordyceps and that kind of thing they just like they were able to flesh out some of the uh -oh. threats a lot better and make them feel a little bit more real and you know it's a video game you you can't just like skate through cutscenes like you've got to fight a bunch of bad guys and use all your guns and your weapons and your you know different gear and the show did a really great job at having like killing and like threats be so um it just they were more selective with it i guess whereas just like if joel and ellie in the show killed as many infected as they did in the game you would start to question how this infestation took over the world, right? That's like... something I assumed because there's really not a lot of fighting infected in the show, and I was like, I know that like that was just constantly happening in the game, and it's like barely in the show. You kind of forget about the infected for like large chunks of it. It it to me, I think a lot of people were complaining about that, but I think for me that just made it more effective of like just how dangerous they are oh yeah i think it totally worked it was just you get... an, an, an inference i drew oh yeah for sure and it's just like you get a closer look at them those little tendrils coming out of their mouth like you can kind of see them in the game uh, yeah. but it's not as just disgusting and creepy and like so nasty. unsettling it was it was gross when he, in the when show the one kisses tess Great. that was so gnarly oh, <laughs> <laughs> so oh yeah. man rest in peace that was to, that was like uh, me and my wife's first kiss that was yeah yeah <laughs> which one of you was the uh was she tess or 
Did you get? Well, I have. Um, I have what they call string teeth. So. <laughs> Hell yeah! They're or just like noodle little, teeth, as we call it. They're just little sour punch straws reaching out for yeah. whoever's yeah. next. <laughs> but oh. yeah, I. You know, it's what's funny. So I, I mentioned earlier that I after after watching the show after finishing it up i went and rewatched some of the pivotal scenes from the game like how they did it in the game and there were a couple where they were very faithful to the game but added stuff where i felt like it actually almost made it less impactful i would say like the scene where um marlene uh tells joel that ellie is going to die in surgery and that in the that to me i i just there were just things where i felt like the stakes and, and this is again it's just i really wish i could watch this without knowing the game but at the same time, I remember in the game, just you felt the weight of that choice so much more from both sides. You felt Joel's just anger and uh, and desperate need for it to not happen. And you also understood that Marlene was upset. And uh, yeah, I, I just, uh, I felt that they did some weird stuff. And it was some odd decisions, and sometimes I feel it's kind of the same with with Watchmen. When I, I don't know if you guys remember the Watchmen, I, I remember it well. I was an apologist. You were an apologist. Okay, so we're <laughs> okay. Well, so we're I, gonna fight uh, now. Yeah, <laughs> that's I'm about to. I'm ready to debate you. <laughs> oh man, well, I don't have strong enough feelings. You can just win. Yeah. You can just win the debate. <laughs> well, I also blocked it out from my memory for the most part, so I think we're we're on equal footing. You didn't uh, like uh 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 what the fuck? What's his name? Patrick Wilson? No, the guy that nutted to uh Hallelujah. Oh god. That I, that was Patrick Wilson. Yeah. Okay, but, okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> Night Owl. Night Owl. Night Owl uh, yeah. Yeah, and and his ship shoots out fire. <laughs> hey, I'm it. not joking. Yeah. That happened in the comic. That exact yeah. shot for shot thing <laughs> happened in the comic. The the ship fire was yeah. used to symbolize busting a nut. Everyone complained about it. And I was like, that is a faithful adaptation. Go check. <laughs> but I, the, it was kind of the same thing for me where they did one for one a scene but either added more lines or kind of changed the tone in very odd ways where i felt like it made it less impactful and i don't understand what this uh notion is for people adapting things where it's it feels like they almost change things for change's sake um but I, I kind of felt that with that scene, which is odd because Neil Druckmann co-wrote the episode with uh, the the head writer. And mm-hmm. so I was I just 
it just kind of felt like they lost the mo- a bit of the motivation and a bit of the drive from the original scene. But again, I could just feel myself. I, I you know I'm thinking about it and I'm I'm thinking back to the Uncharted movie and just how <laughs> not related to the material and how little love or respect they showed to the original thing and just how fucking stupid oh that was so stupid <laughs> it was so bad so the fact that i'm i i'm getting so granular i think shows that in the totality i think they did a great job and i really do hope that this does bring people to the game like i hope denny that you play the game and and you you said that you will at some point, even though you don't have a well, switch, so I, or yeah. or you only have a switch. He, he, so yeah, I, he, he has my old PS3, so <laughs> it is so far only been used to play DVDs. Um, <laughs> but I am gonna buy a PS1 uh, Muppets Universal Monsters game uh, that's backwards compatible <laughs> on the PS3. <laughs> And then The Last of Us. So, yeah. Well, but this is <laughs> the adaptation this is my thing. for this. I would love yeah. to play the game, but I have loved the show so much that I don't I don't want a different version of it. Like I'm like I I don't want to play the second game to find out how this story ends. I have loved watching it on HBO. Um so if anything, and I'm I'm a weird guy. I'm probably the minority, but I think it's like uh it's i loved it so much that it drove me away from the game you know <laughs> like uh, that i'm like i i want to see it as pedro pascal that's that's right. that's my joel <laughs> hashtag not my joel yeah. uh, <laughs> sorry troy baker uh <laughs> he got to be in the show i i really enjoyed that they put this this the is how you do people. an original voice actor cameo uncharted this is how you do it it's just oh god make him a different character that like actually matters and not just like himself on a beach fuck that movie sucks man yeah going i used to do that or whatever it was so stupid wink oh god oh jesus i think Makes me want to do a murder suicide. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me want to go to a mall and get bit. <laughs> we uh we just call that the Last of Us special. We don't have to say murder suicide every time. The old Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me want to episode three. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> No, that that was more of an assisted Last of Us. Uh, <laughs> which, by the way, we can touch on that episode too because Denny, Ron Swanson, and Armando from White Lotus. That episode, absolutely nothing like the game. So I, I assumed total I was like, departure. I can't see how you could play through this unless it was like <laughs> some like. Japanese, like, you know, the, like, uh, whatever Doki Doki Literature Club is spoofing, um, that. <laughs> that would win about a mile over my head. <laughs> I don't know. Well, and see, so that for me, and, and, and that's what's interesting, is I would say that episode three was my favorite episode of the show. 
because it was very faithful to the tone and and what the game represented and also added something so new and and honestly paid more it, it gave those characters a much more interesting and full better realized story than in the game absolutely because <laughs> that entire relationship was um two lines of dialogue and a note you found next to a dead body um so and in this you had just a a truly beautiful love story yeah. and just such an interesting way to use that the backdrop of the last of us to tell just i i it's one of my favorite episodes of a show i just i i loved it i loved it loved it loved it and i think that that episode alone is worth any horrible gripes i have any of my <laughs> fucking dumbass gamer gripes i have about this show like that episode so well, good you so also good. didn't like have anything in the game to compare it to so it kind of had that yeah. advantage going for it too with you right like because it was mm -hmm. just like pure content created for the hbo series so tyler i think the emotional impact of episode three is basically like something that was sustained for Denny throughout the entire thing. Cause you said like it perfectly. And I think you're right. I'll, I'll agree with you that it like matches the tone and the sentiment of the game and how the game would have told that story if they did it the same way. So I think that if they were able to capture a completely new thing to something new to everyone, capture it so effectively that way, I think that Denny and people that didn't play the game might see the rest of the show in the same light as that kind of emotionally impactful um, story and relationship between all these characters. So absolutely. So mm -hmm. Denny, do you think like that emotion and connection you felt to uh, episode three was kind of sustained throughout the remainder of the season oh no doubt every single episode left me like gutted feeling something mm. thrilled like couldn't wait to watch the next episode after i finished one like i i haven't i haven't liked a show this much in a long time um <clears throat> so like yeah and like i i got really immersed in the relationship between joel and ellie um, and just, like, what a powerful story that was about healing and bonding and, like, essentially getting over the worst thing that could possibly happen to someone, right? Like, mm -hmm. um, I was, I was, uh, I was in my feelings every single episode, man. Yes, absolutely. And then the end just, and then him being just very selfish. <sighs> I was, I'll say this. Him just killing everyone um, and making sure Ellie lived, I was like, fuck yeah. That's that's daddy right there. Daddy came home. Um, you're you're all in trouble. Daddy's home. Um, you, you you Daddy's don't... home three. Yeah. <laughs> the last of us. <laughs> He's about to do a real last of us on all of you. Um, <laughs> but, um... He last of us humanity. 
Oops. There was something about me that just like loved that that he was like, I don't care if it saves the world, you're you're not letting her die. Um, but him lying to her about it, I was not a fan of because to me, that defeats the whole purpose of doing what he did. Um, you know that I'm like, if you're gonna go through all of this because of this special bond you have. And then you're going to forsake that bond first thing you do after you go through it. You know, like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, um, so, and but, you're, suppo- you're supposed to feel that way. No, I know. Way. She yeah. was, she was warned not to <laughs> trust job. Joel. Like, she was warned not to trust him. Um, and that was one of my favorite things that came back around because you as an audience member hear that warning about Joel and you're like, but you don't get it. He's changed. And then you see him be a really bad dude. Um, so fucking great. I, I thought that was such a nice touch that like way earlier in the show, they gave her a warning about trusting him. Uh, just I, I so well played, well crafted. It's like carpentry. Um, it was yeah. good. <laughs> it's like carpentry. Yeah. It rhymes. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That's, that was a throwaway dumb thing. <laughs> no, that uh, was a great <laughs> joke. Don't sell yourself short. <laughs> Thanks, Daddy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I... Oh, my God. I, I just remember, like, playing that for the first time. And imagine not only watching that happen, but, like, being forced to make that happen. Like, that that decision really just sits with you for <sighs> days and days and days and days. And and I think that's that was the main part that I was I was scared of, and that's and that's why I I, I delayed watching the last three episodes until today because I had to talk about it with y'all. Um, that whole part when you have to play him killing the doctor and getting Ellie and then. That that part was why the game, I believe, is so is why it's considered so great and why I think it's so great is because it completely subverted how video games are supposed to feel. Right, like the entire time, the the main character is your avatar, and you and the and the character usually are aligned in terms of your objective and then in that moment you are forced to play as that character you are making the decision that that character is making you make like that character joel forces you to do that and that makes you feel how it makes you question what you're doing it makes you question him and it really brings to the forefront the morality of that decision outside of just you caring for Ellie, which you do, but then you also feel the stakes of what that decision means for the world and, and how selfish, you know, he kills a fucking doctor who, <laughs> you know, had nothing, was doing nothing wrong with, he, he, I, he was just doing his job to try and save the world uh possibly and so that whole scene in the game is so that has stayed with me and so i was really nervous to see that scene portrayed and i think that's why i pushed it off but i feel like they did a pretty good job and i do feel like you still felt that weight 
but it is still one of those things where watching it i was just thinking man i wish people that watch this could play the game and really and Mm -hmm. have to make that decision because that being forced to do that really makes you feel that the the how the grayness of the morality there yeah and 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 how selfish it is and and being pushed to do that um but i still think they did a great job and i i and but it really does sell just that joel at the end of the day is he he made a very selfish and and pretty pretty you know obviously huge world altering decision just because guy could not handle uh losing juno as his second daughter <laughs> he couldn't, couldn't handle i can't lose juno <laughs> i was i was also no really i was really worried about them sticking the landing there but yeah you're right it's it's kind of impossible to portray that in a tv show because yeah, in the game, it's like, well, you can't continue till you shoot the doctor in the head, so <laughs> push the button. <laughs> it's 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 tricky, but, yeah. you know, there's a lot of discussion that I've seen of just, like, people trying, people defending Joel and just being like, well, you know, these are doctors during these times. Like, people say there's no cure for fungal infections. There is... You know, very little chance that we could actually create a vaccine out of this. Like, people will try to bring in, like, real-life medical facts uh, and science. And it's just like, Joel doesn't know any of that. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't reading a magazine. Like, he didn't Google, he didn't Google it, it, will this work? Can we, cure, can we Well, I assume the doctor infections? did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if that's not if that's not true, uh, why am I rubbing uh, creams on my feet to cure my athlete's foot if we can't <laughs> take care of fungal stuff? <laughs> you would not believe I... how powerfully bonded the little girl who had to die for your athlete's foot to be cured was to her, <laughs> her, her daddy. They they had to but like wait. take that out of a little girl's brain. Yeah. That's how. <laughs> out, yeah, out of her foot. foot starts in the brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're cutting off Ellie's toes. <laughs> they can't. Dude, it's it's the same thing though. When you stub your toe, everyone else that also has athlete's foot feels it. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> It's advanced, buddy. <laughs> That'd be so funny if a a fucking one of the infected stub their toe and then you just see a bunch of the other like a clicker uh, lift its foot up and go ooh ouchies ooh oh jeez oh, 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 ow 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 <laughs> uh, that's the first time a clicker is uh speaking which yeah, oh my Yowza. god <laughs> ouchies <laughs> The the giant one that kills that town just, <laughs> cool. just jumping up and down like oh oh ow ooh. <laughs> that just episode because... too oh big holy fan. shit that was a great one yeah that was another one where like I didn't realize until later that they brought back one of the original voice actors to be in the show mm-hmm. they did it a lot Denny cool I don't know if you knew that I didn't that I mean... um. 
Yeah, Tommy. The guy that played Joel's brother in the game, he was that, like, soldier guy with the beard in that episode with, like, the town and... Oh, dope. What city was that? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, shit. I don't know. Mel- Melanie city. Linsky City. You Melanie Linsky <laughs> Town, <dog> yeah. <laughs> New Dog City. <laughs> My favorite. This was a backdoor prequel for the Mario movie that's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you waited till after the credits where uh, uh, they... F- they they find a box with a question mark on it and go, what's this? <laughs> it's got a fungal infection, too. <laughs> but this one's making me bigger. Hey. Yeah. All I'm saying, Mushroom Kingdom, people. It writes itself. The crossover is there. Mario tries to power up with the wrong mushroom. And then oh, no. Luigi mm. immediately has to do a Last of Us on him. <laughs> Mamma mia, my brother gave me the cordyceps. <laughs> Put the pills in the wine. <laughs> it always comes back to Italians. Uh, so sorry, long, a gay husband. <laughs> <laughs> that is a deep gamer cut, folks. Uh, this is why we brought Tyler on for this exact yeah, expertise uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit all right uh what else do we have on the last of us this like i said i didn't i took no notes and just i i wanted to do a rewatch of some episodes but it's i've been too busy playing god of war ragnarok to really get around to it i uh, uh i watched it not intending to talk about it because i assumed y'all wouldn't want me on this episode and greg talked me into coming on the episode Opposite. so I, I have i've already said all the opinions i have my opinions were not very deep about this i was just like god damn it was fun to watch you know like that's 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 fun. about where i land <laughs> yeah. a, a real wrong yeah and then i gave three different college theses on no the... which was awesome please yes <laughs> And I just kind of backed everyone up. Uh, my last thing, I guess, I was getting to it and then got distracted by the Mario Brothers. Uh, the yeah. practical effects in the show. Holy shit. Yes. Clicker makeup. Bloater makeup. The giraffe was real, folks. Etc. Hot damn. Um, yeah, they, they did such an amazing job. Like, if you can't, you know, have the immersive quality of controlling everything yourself and making those decisions and like really feeling the relationships in a personal level at least make the world look as good as possible and they did that in spades yes. i think they spent some damn money on this show and it it without a doubt completely paid off so the broken glass budget on this show <laughs> must have been through the roof just so much through the glass roof yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that's broken too damn it yeah oh man <laughs> just wait no, till the, season the, two. Oh god well there's a lot i just uh, I, uh, yeah but we'll go through um, the horse budget real quick <laughs> I um Soft yeah the, the the uh the I I really did a few times just I was just looking at the background just like they got the griminess of this show of the game 
so they nailed that so well like just how nasty the and and uh just worn down the world is in a way where it's just like this had to have taken so long just for that like the, the mm-hmm. set design really was just phenomenal and they really did they recreated a lot of the levels too in a way that blew me away where i yeah. recognized a lot of places from the game i thought that was that was neat yeah it's it's so hard to like effectively have like that overgrowth where it doesn't just look like you hung some plants on the wall right like it, yeah. it's really got to look like nature sprang up and took this over and yeah they they nailed it so it i think they were saved a lot for the second half of the season where so much of it was just in the snow uh yeah not a lot not a lot of wear and tear on the world there was um Oh my gosh, really dumb side story here. There's a, a a Discord channel that I'm on with like a bunch of different people, and like one of the guys is from Colorado, and he's like, "Holy shit, my wedding venue was that place where David's like family meals are, that like steakhouse. <laughs> that was Whoa, that was fuck. his um, where he got married, and they had their reception, and everyone was like, uh, did you guys have the venison or?'" <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, So yeah. Cool show. Good job, everybody. Can't wait for season two. Denny, maybe instead of playing The Last of Us, you should play the Uncharted games. I'm open to it. I'm open to it. I don't know any... Honestly, what I know about Uncharted is from listening to you two talk about it. I had no idea what it was before then. And y'all have such great chemistry that as someone who had neither seen the movie or played the game, I still enjoyed the episode. (laughs) Don't watch the movie. Uh, Someone who had no idea what was going on. I just liked listening to y'all talk to each other. (laughs) Uh, That movie... I think that movie... uh, sent me like I, I had a nervous breakdown after watching that movie it was so it, it I it was like an eldritch horror you know what I mean where like looking at it made me I saw something I shouldn't have seen I saw beyond the veil of what <laughs> the true evil behind <laughs> behind the veil it was so bad oh <laughs> definitely play the games though they're so good Highly yeah recommend. All that to say, please play the games. Okay. Uh, experience the Naughty Dog narrative um, uh, experience. I, I am Jack an old Daxter, school Crash Bandicoot guy, so if if Naughty yeah. Dog, if anyone who vouches for Crash is good with me, you know, if Naughty Dog oh, vouches yeah. for Crash and Uncharted, okay, I'm down. Oh yeah, the Naughty Dog, the Naughty Dog abides. <laughs> this Naughty Dog loves his Naughty Dog. Tyler Naughty Dog Simpson. <laughs> Hell yeah! Please call me that from now on. <laughs> you got that's it. That's what naughty. I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to rebrand in L.A. <laughs> that's my stage People, name, folks. Yeah, it's the Naughty Dog. <laughs> DJ, you didn't play the awu when I got up on stage. <laughs> yeah. I no, I emailed it to the manager. I'm not doing my set until I get the awu. Yeah, please. So. <laughs> Fine, I'll do it myself. Where are my wolves? Where are my wolf wolves? <laughs> <laughs> You're my loyal wolf wolves. 
<laughs> just get up and rant about Uncharted. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh crap! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh crap! <laughs> All right, that's a wrap on The Last of Us. Whoa. We do have uh, some gimmicks of the week. the The repeat gimmick that we had uh, last time. I hope you guys got one. <laughs> it was kind of tricky to get one here. Oh, I've got one. Um, your favorite gamer moment for The Last of Us. You got a lot of hours of uh, content to choose from, but Denny, we'll start with you since you seem a little eager. What is your favorite gamer moment for The Last of Us, open to interpretation? It was when uh, Joel was saved by Ellie um, when uh, she killed that guy, when Joel was defenseless. Um, because what is more of an epic gamer moment than suddenly realizing <laughs> you were playing with a 14-year-old? <laughs> and getting murdered by them. Yeah. <laughs> if Ellie was like, I banged your mom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not enough teabagging in the show. I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Tyler, do you have a favorite gamer moment for The Last of Us? So I had a complaint that I was I was talking about with my friends a couple weeks ago where I was, I was saying that I was disappointed that the show didn't have anyone crouching down opening drawers and grabbing stuff from the drawers and <laughs> the joel, the joel just, shuffle yeah. yeah just like crouched <laughs> not even looking and sticking your hands in drawers to grab stuff um and then left behind had that that episode had ellie uh, desperately grabbing through drawers looking for stuff and <laughs> i got a quarter two, scissors two, yeah, and that's yeah, that's I found one half of a scissor. Uh but that 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 made me feel I was like there's the gamer moment from the the last of us. That cuz that's like 90% of the game is just opening drawers and grabbing bullshit. So I got bolts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Use... Nine more nine more and I can make a nail bomb. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> if i get enough bolts i can build a silencer hell yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, my favorite gamer moment is a combination uh i did love that they used the licensed mortal Kombat in the show and yeah. i decided my favorite gamer moment is ellie's mortal Kombat finisher on david Badass. holy oh, shit oh yeah oh my god it's it was as intense as it was in the game. Just, Fatality. Oh, like, he's dead and she's she's not stopping. Or that would be a uh, brutality, I would say. That was a brutality, yeah. I wish uh, he had turned into a dragon and bit his head off. Animality. <laughs> or is it bestiality? Yeah, yeah bestiality. <laughs> yeah, that's a different game. Oh! <laughs> that's... That's... You can find that on Steam, I'm sure. They got uh, they... It's called Mortal Wombat. <laughs> oh, I I do not abide. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember Tyler if I asked you to get one, but uh 
We also do favorite lines. Did you happen to get a favorite line from the show? I assume it's going to be probably something from the game. I don't know. Oh, favorite line. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we, we can go first if you want to think about it. Uh, well, my favorite line was when uh, Ellie broke David's finger in the show. And yeah. He just went, and he just went, ow. <laughs> <laughs> His ow was kind of weak in my opinion. He just went, ouch. In a way, I was oh, like, geez. dude, you're... Yeah. <laughs> But I did love, I love her line when she says, my name's Ellie. Uh, and she was like, when you tell people that a little girl broke your fucking finger, that was, yeah. <laughs> that was sick. That was, that, that's a sick line. So that's, that's a good Sick line, line sick delivery. Uh, Denny, what was your favorite line? Last line of the season, simply Joel saying, I swear. Oh! Oh! Haunts yeah. me. My favorite. Haunts My me. Favor- my favorite line is the actual last line of the season, Ellie saying, okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. And then they played the actual music that played yeah, at the, the end of the game, too. The exact same cut to credits, same song, same, ah, perfect. That same I music buildup. I hope to God that season two plays the same music that ends that part two ends with that is one of my all-time favorite pieces of music is the music that plays during the credits or or at the end of of part two and i hope to god they use that in the in the in the show because it's so i'm i'm threatening a replay because i i played part two i only played it one time yeah and I, Denny, we're not going to spoil anything again, so don't worry. Also, audience, um, I, I don't know. I think a lot of my issues with part two, I think I told you before, Tyler. Like the issues I have with The Last of Us Part Two are not the same issues that the internet has with Part Two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, girls can't have muscles. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's too woke. <laughs> three woke five me um it's it is a very very long game and oh. i i think about playing it again it's just like like i took that friday it came out off of work and like that sunday i think i was like two-thirds of the way done and i was like holy shit i thought it'd be done by now i'm, I'm really tired so i i gotta play through it again but that was Side note, I guess that was the best looking game on PS4 by a yeah. long shot. It Incredible. still looks great. I I feel like I I wish that people like I wish that part two had come out this year instead of two months after the pandemic started. Because <sighs> I feel like I feel like that really fucked part two's reception so bad. Because part two is such a dirge and it's also like a game where you know a pandemic is has destroyed the world and everybody's like, suffering and miserable and it's just this brutal brutal game and we already weren't it, super in the mood for it yeah we were i think most people were not down for that at the time because <laughs> the world was falling apart in real life but i think if they played it today I think that game would have had a much better reception um, because I, 
and but and and I want to revisit it too because I I played it at this point that was like three years ago, so I would love to revisit it. I honestly am waiting for both of them to come out on PC, and I want to play them consecutively. So mm -hmm. if if you notice that I am just in a really bad mood for a month, it's because I'm doing that to myself <laughs> in the near future because I, I decided to. <laughs> put yourself ruined. through that shit yeah my, my most recent playthrough of the first game was late march 2020 so dude it was uh my Bro. wife was not down for the watch along and i also decided i think sometime at that point like you know what i haven't seen in a while 28 days later oh uh, god <laughs> glutton for punishment what was yeah. i doing to myself i feel like we all had that moment during the pandemic where we were just like let's lean in i'm gonna lean into the sadness in some way <laughs> and for me i was just watching david lynch movies just getting real dark i did that i also <laughs> really? watched a bunch of david lynch movies that's yeah. so funny <laughs> Yeah, and it was just like, yeah, watching Lost Highway twice in two days for some reason. Jesus. Be yeah, because I because I watched it by myself, and then I I told my wife, I said, you have to watch this. It's so good. And so rewatched it the next day. But definitely was in a very weird place at that time. So. Oh, shit. I did it yeah. while I was adjusting the meds. I watched, like... Oh four david lynch movies in two days it was yeah, insane dude. it's <laughs> always i think that's a side effect of any antidepressant or anything <laughs> it's on the vivance label you go through a david lynch phase <laughs> yeah, yeah you'll may you'll induce kind lynch of, yeah yeah lynchian visions yeah <laughs> <laughs> reach out to your doctor if you you watch a racer head twice <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh shit um oh anyways yeah <laughs> what a shitty time but this is a great time it's also a great time to do our rating of the show so far how would you rate this you gave uncharted tyler you gave uncharted zero debt zero alive brothers out of five uh, do you have a different scale for the last of us <laughs> uh <laughs> i didn't really i forgot i said that <laughs> that's pretty good sometimes people repeat jokes back to me i'm like oh yeah that was uh, that was pretty good uh i you know what i would give this show uh, one Mel Melanie Linsky, uh, which means that it's a treasure, and we need to we need to we need to protect it at all costs. <laughs> I understand the scale completely, and I agree with the sentiment. So. <laughs> one Did whole he... Melanie Linsky <laughs> out of out of who's to I say guess... life? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Denny. What would you rate The Last of Us? Um, I would give it uh, five cameos of Pedro Pascal saying he wants to be my dad out of five. Mm, five daddies out of five. Yeah. <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be pleased to hear this. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. I, I, 
Uh, I don't really have a funny one. I guess eight clickers out of ten. Eight out of ten overall for me. I (laughs) only because I played the game. I think it is. This is the best you're going to get for an adaptation of a video game into a TV show. This is as good as it's going to get, and I think it's still an eight out of ten. But only because I loved the game so much. So yeah, I, 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 but yeah, I, I agree with you uh, that I, I think, I think that's just how it's going to be. I think that's how it is for anybody that did the enjoyed the original thing. You're always going to have that problem. I feel like, especially if you truly loved it. So I think on its own merit, and also just the entire history of adaptation, video game adaptations for for this to not only overcome it but to also be considered just a truly great piece of media and to finally kind of bring finally gamers get the respect they deserve you know and it it feels good and i mean the fact that they had fucking neil Druckmann direct and write for the show like the the formula is there, you know, to to have uh, uh, to bring video games to new mediums and to especially to movies and TV because there are such great stories and such great experiences that I think I I want people to to see and and to you know maybe uh, open the door for them to play the original or you know check it out in some way so i think i think it's a big deal i really do oh yeah it's a huge deal that this this happened so i think on that merit alone it really is a great it's a it's a huge achievement so i would agree and denny neil Druckmann is the guy that like basically wrote and directed the games cool essentially he was like the game game director yeah (laughs) name dropping these (laughs) strangers that you would never have heard of in your life um i was good with it yeah like that's probably somebody important i mean hopefully this is the fucking uh entryway for hideo kojima to finally make a movie this is what we need we desperately need hideo kojima to him and like fucking quentin tarantino need to team up and make something that's what we need that's all we holy need. shit it's being um yeah i know tarantino's like doing his air quotes here last movie but what's stopping him from doing a tv show with hey. one of the best video game creators of all time hey now <laughs> i didn't realize there's a there's a loophole in the tarantino retirement isn't there that's huge that's it's huge called... Yeah, Everybody streams fucking movies now, Denny. We can make a movie into a TV show. <laughs> this is about to be like when uh, Jay-Z retired and then came out with uh, the Linkin Park collab like two months later because he only retired. Uh. <laughs> he retired from solo recording, so he did all those like collab albums. Do you remember that? Tarantino just better like do the same thing. Oh, man. Yeah, Denny, for context, Hideo Kojima is the Jay-Z of video games? Is that yes. is that a yeah. good... Is this right, <laughs> Tyler? <laughs> I'm trying to... Well, I would say he's more like, gosh, the tool of video games. Just uh, 
really long, uh, oh, like really up their own ass, but really enjoyable to the, so you're still to like... the people, to the people that love him, they fucking love him. So just like I really yeah. love Tool, even though I'm aware that that's a deeply unlikable opinion to have. So. <laughs> yeah, his, <laughs> my his, apologies his... to everybody. His first show is going to have 10,000 episodes, if I may. <laughs> For the real tool heads out there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's okay. All right. I, I like pro wrestling, so I don't get to judge anybody's interest. You're allowed to like tool here. Oh, no. Okay, thank <laughs> there you. You I feel safe. I feel safe and seen. Thanks. <laughs> I'm also a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's, he's dealt with way worse than people that like tool. No, I haven't. They're the worst. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That's, it's still an un, it's an untreatable mental illness. That I'm dealing with right now. It's the I fact that I listen to Ladder Alice. <laughs> Stop calling it a mental illness. All right. Uh, Damn, that was good. All right. So, <laughs> um, I think that about wraps it up for us, guys. This was awesome. Tyler, we'll have you back for season two of The Last of Us, but you know. Yes. Before then, Mario you know, Bros. Maybe the Mario yes. Brothers movie. We'll oh, see. We'll absolutely. the old one, not the new one. But we should do it yeah, the week. Yeah. Do it the week the new one comes out. But do the old one. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I would love that. I need to revisit that that movie so bad. It's so also good. if you're stoked, dude. If you're stoked for the Mario movie. Uh, you should live in LA because literally every other building and billboard is just the new Mario movie. Beautiful. The, it, the entirety of LA basically just looks like the Mushroom Kingdom right now. Awesome. Except awesome. except a lot of homeless camps. <laughs> so <laughs> it's uh, it's a it's pretty bleak. Yeah, there's not a, enough golden coins to go around. I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit <laughs> anyways uh, well, we yeah. ended on the, on the dark note <laughs> the homeless oh. problem good night <laughs> <laughs> leave a five star review <laughs> no we, we we appreciate our favorite LA insider yeah. jumping on the pod we'll have you back for sure let's hope um, nothing else gets adapted that needs like an emergency uh collaboration anytime soon because yeah yeah pros already for the original mario brothers movie no chris pratt so i'd i'd, ha I'd have fun discussing that you one. can't put a price tag on that yeah <laughs> oh boy all right denny uh this was a blast tyler thanks again for coming on uh, next week we're going to be kicking off our new series movies for when you're on a korean cinema kick we're going to oh, be discussing yeah. a lot of Korean films. So um, next week, the first movie we're covering is Burning. It's something you can watch on Amazon Prime until the end of the month of March. So the day this episode airs is your last day to watch Burning on Amazon Prime if you have a subscription. <laughs> Hopefully it goes somewhere accessible after that. We'll see. Um, holy shit, what a movie. Uh, Tyler... You rock, man. Yeah. What What's your social media stuff so people can give a follow? 
Um, all my stuff is at Tyler underscore is underscore comedy. Uh, I I post a lot of pictures of sex dolls on my story on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's only my story so it won't be on your timeline it'll just be if you click my my circle you'll see some of the most bleak humans you've ever seen in your life <laughs> so apologies just don't look at my story but you can enjoy my my stand-up clips or whatever the fuck i post on on the timeline itself yeah i've i've made the mistake of checking your story like in public before i was like oh shit of course i forgot dude it was one of the ones where like, <laughs> like the, fucking, the filter to make it look like the doll was talking oh yeah one of that those sucks oh my god well my my life is just me opening my instagram and immediately seeing the most the weirdest sex doll pictures ever and i've had multiple people my sister one time was walking behind me and went what are you looking at <laughs> I, had to be like, I had to be like i'm following this as a joke i'm not a freak i swear i'm not this isn't a thing for me uh and multiple waiters uh tons of people have seen it i definitely have there's been a lot of people who have said oh i saw this freak out at a restaurant today <laughs> it's just <laughs> This guy was just browsing this shit on his phone. Yeah. Anyways, I am a nice, interesting, uh, not freaky, crazy person. So uh, I promise uh, you'll enjoy following me. Verified. Thumbs up. I can yeah. I can attest to <laughs> Tyler's normalcy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> to an extent. Relative. Relative, no <laughs> relative norm normalcy. Once you see what else is out there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Denny. That's it for this week. The last thing we need out of you is, you know what? I opened up a locker. I opened a drawer. I found a half a pair of scissors and a catchphrase. For Greg Work, the Leg Work Johnson, and Tyler, the Naughty Dog Simpson, I'm Denny the Talent Taylor, and this has been Movies for When? Asterisk. We already told you when, asterisk, but you know what we didn't tell you? What's my cage again?
Thank you, let's get